If the Cardinals fail to sign one of the ace type of guys for next season, who are the next level and below type of pitchers that are more likely to land in St. Louis? We'll talk about it today on Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Haffern, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou, and a lifetime Cardinals fan. And I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio, as well as the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, and comment. Hit the notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Today's episode being brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. So uh, recently we did an episode on the top tier pitchers that the Cardinals will have some interest in pursuing this offseason. Pitching, pitching, pitching. That, that's what John Mosellock wants. It's what the Cardinals need. It's what the fans want. Um, talking about guys like Aaron Nola, who's pitching against them again tonight after just breezing through them <laughs> for seven innings at the end of August on the 27th. Uh, guys like Blake Snell, who also just cruised right through the Cardinals the next day on August 28th. Uh, we've got the Japanese Japanese pitchers that we've talked about, uh, Yoshinobu Yamamoto and Shota Emanaga, two guys that I, I would love to see wearing the birds on the bat like I'm sporting today. Got the creams on today if you're watching on, on YouTube since we're at home this weekend. But those guys are going to be expensive. A lot of people are going to be chasing down those kind of guys. So if John Mosellock and the Cardinals fail to sign any of them, which is a distinct possibility, and likely that those guys will end up going somewhere else. So just prepare yourselves for that. Who are the next level guys and below that they could chase instead? While well, everybody's going for the guys up here at top, who are the guys, the mid guys and below that the Cardinals might be like, all right, well, let's see what can we get done with these guys if those expensive top tier ace guys end up going other places. Um, these are guys that are good, but not great. They're going to be less expensive but can still provide an upgrade to the pitching staff, specifically the starting rotation. All right, so I want to start with my personal favorite. I want this dude in a Cardinals uniform next year, and I hope it happens. I'm talking about Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray for the Minnesota Twins. Background on him, in case you're not aware, successful number of years with the Oakland A's. Gets dealt to the Yankees for Dustin Fowler, Jorge Mateo, and James Caprellian. Things do not go so well in the Bronx for Sonny Gray. Not good at all. So he gets shipped off to the Reds, where he gets his mojo back. Becomes an all-star again in 2019. Finishes seventh in the Cy Young voting. After a few solid seasons in Cincinnati, the Reds are doing the whole payroll dump thing. They're giving up. They're starting over. Sonny Gray gets traded. They send him to the Minnesota Twins, not because he's not any good, but because he made too much money. And he continues to be a reliable veteran starter. This year, he makes the all-star team again for the Twins. He's now 33 years old, so he's not a, a spring chicken by any means. 
and after making $12 million this year, is set to become a free agent this offseason. Currently 7-7. Seven and seven. His ERA this year, 2.96. Second only to Garrett Cole in the American League. Fifth overall in Major League Baseball. His strikeouts per nine are starting to dip a little bit, but it's nothing like where he's just falling off a cliff. He's at 8.9 per nine this year, which isn't bad by any means. But he was up in the you know double digits, like over 10 uh, in previous years. He keeps the ball in the ballpark, something... I'm a big fan of. I know people are like, well, you know, you give up a home run solo shot. I don't care. I hate it. I hate watching Miles Michaelis give up tank shots every single game. I, I, I hate it. Sonny Gray does not give up the long ball very often at all. He doesn't walk people either. Another big fan of that. And the other side of it, because he's 33 years old, he probably won't need what we would consider a long-term deal to get him. Maybe something similar to what Miles Michaelis got three years between 56 and $60 million. I know that's a lot of money for me and you, <laughs> but as far as ball players go, as far as starting pitchers go, a guy who's got a top five ERA in all of baseball, he might, he might actually command more than that now after having such a good season. Would that be enough? I don't know, but I'd totally be down for that. I'd give him three years, 60 million. I will assume that there will be plenty of suitors for him looking for his services. A lot of teams would uh, would love to have a Sonny Gray on them. But I, I've always liked Gray. Um, I just seem, I, it, to me, it just seems like he's a nice fit. I've been saying it from the get-go that he's somebody that I think that, that would just fit this Cardinals organization very, very well. I, I I think it would be huge. I think it would be great to have him on the team. He would be uh, he would be good. He'd be a good one to land. Uh, how about a couple of former Cardinals uh, who I consider at this level? Well, at least one of them is. Uh, let's start with Jordan Montgomery, and then we've got Lance Lynn, who I want to talk about too. Lynn, probably another tier down on the list, but we're going to talk about him here since they're both former Cardinals. First off, um, let's talk about Jordan Montgomery who we're very familiar with, obviously, having him on the team last year and then, then most of this year. I think he's going to get paid pretty handsomely after the season. I really do. I believe he's shown enough while with the Cardinals and now with the Rangers that someone will likely overpay, maybe the Rangers, overpay for the type of pitcher that he really is. He's not an ace. He really isn't. He's a really good number three, pretty good number two guy, in my opinion. And if he has a good showing in the playoffs if Texas makes it. I mean, they got a heck of a they got a heck of a, a tight race going in the West over in the American League uh with Houston, uh then the wild card itself and then they just lost Max Scherzer who's done for the regular season from an injury, but but if Montgomery does well, I think someone overpays for him and it, it very well possibly could be the Texas Rangers. They might decide to keep him. They got a couple guys who were uh set to hit free agency here. So he'd be somebody, if I'm Texas, I'm probably going to keep him around. He's 31, pretty durable, left-handed. It makes sense that he gets paid. Um, he'd be great to have back in a Cardinal uniform, but let's be honest, uh, is that something that is going to happen after you trade him away, after you decided that you didn't want to give him an extension before the season started? It just doesn't sound like a situation where Monty would come back to St. Louis. Uh, Lance Lynn here, we're all familiar with Lance Lynn from his years uh, previously with the team. A guy that personally, because I keep getting asked about him repeatedly, is he somebody that I'd be interested in? Personally, no. 
I'm staying away from this guy. If he becomes available, which I'm guessing he will, uh, the Dodgers have an $18 million club option on him. I'm not paying that dude $18 million. I know he was pretty good a couple of years ago, but he's 36 now. He gives up home runs all the time. Leads the league right now. He's given up 41 of them so far this year. Doesn't keep the ball in the ballpark. I just don't think he's that good anymore, and I'm not willing to go down that path again. I, I really have no interest in Lance Lynn coming back. Um, I don't know where he goes. I I would imagine one of these teams that's tanking will sign up for him to be on their in their rotation just to have a guy. But I can't think that anybody who is legitimately trying to compete next year is going to have Lance Lynn in their rotation. I just cannot see that. His numbers are disgusting. I don't want that. I'd rather buck up for Monty and bring him back and fork over whatever the hell Lynn thinks he's going to get. I just think it'd be a mistake. I'd rather see that spot go in the rotation. I'd rather see Libertor or Rom or Hudson over Lynn and obviously way cheaper. So uh, a big no thank you <laughs> to uh, to Lance Lynn. Nothing personal. I just don't I don't I don't want him on my roster. Uh, I got a few more names I want to throw at you including one of Jack Flaherty's old high school teammates. You might be familiar who with that who that might be. If you don't, stick around. We'll talk about it next on Lockdown Cardinals. Modern medical care and treatment, they're very important. But our global supply chains, they're fragile. Things like pandemics, natural disasters, and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment that you need. And that's where Jace Medical comes in and is your solution. All you got to do, guys, is fill out their online form. And one of Jace Medical's board-certified physicians will then review it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate for you. Then, if everything goes right, Jace will send your prescription to one of their partner pharmacies where your order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. You don't even have to go pick it up. A lot of people like to stay home these days. I don't want to go. You get everything delivered these days, right? Food, groceries. Why Why not your medical stuff? Why not? Get it to you courtesy of Jace. You can also send your physician a message for answers to treatment-related questions anytime you want. They're available to help you out. They're on your schedule, not the other way around. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. And that's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using my code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Get the medicine you need, get it directly delivered to you, courtesy of Jace Medical. Cardinals at home this weekend against the Phillies, and you can catch every pitch of the Cardinals Hometown Broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Again, I want to give you a big shout-out and thank you to my Locked On Cardinals uh, listeners who join me each and every day. You everydayers are what keeps this thing going because um, a lot of people have already punted on this season, and it, it's it's you know, I don't blame them. Really, it's it's a bummer that it, it, it happened this way, that the season was so bad that by August, as soon as that trade deadline was over, people are like, all right, what else can we we go talk about? Moving on to the NFL, starting to talk about the blues and stuff like that. You everydayers, though, keep coming back, talking Cardinal baseball with me, and I appreciate each and every one of you. 
Uh, let's continue talking about how to improve this baseball team for next year. We're talking pitching staff. Uh, I already gave you the guy that I really, really want on this team next year, Sonny Gray. If they, if he becomes available, I sign me up. I'm all in for it. A guy that I, I think going into the season, a lot of people thought that the Cardinals would have a lot of interest in, but I don't know if they do anymore, is Lucas Giolito. Used to be a high school teammate of Max Freed and Jack Flaherty. He has been awful since going to the Angels and now with Cleveland. Trade deadline, the Angels go all in and say, hey, we're going to build around Shohei. Trout's coming back. Let's do this. And then Shohei gets hurt. Can't pitch anymore. And then Trout comes back. Still isn't feeling right. He goes back on the IL. Season's over. Trade worthless. So they put all these guys on waivers. Lucas Giolito gets claimed by the Cleveland Guardians. Um, and he has not been good. He has not been good. Um, I don't know what his market is going to be this offseason now because he he stinks. He's he's really, really bad. Uh with LA, one in five, six point eight nine ERA and six starts. In Cleveland, he's worse. 0 and 2, 11.70 ERA in two starts. So since the Sox dumped him, and so the beginning of August, one in seven with an eight point zero two ERA. Ugh. Like, no. Now, when back when the Cardinals had, you know, Tony LaRussa and Dave Duncan, and they were really good at picking up guys and making them cheap, cheap reclamation projects. Remember how they used to just out of nowhere, they just turned some dude around who wasn't very good anymore and made him somebody worth something. Um, sure, maybe back then I, I would have said, sure, sign me up, man. We can fix this guy, but ugh. I don't know about with Dusty Blake and the crew. I, I They don't have the track record yet of turning anybody around to make me believe that they could fix Lucas Giolito. I just, I'm not, they just don't. They don't yet. They need a few more years. I know uh, Steven Matz was getting better, but he keeps getting hurt. Um, you know, Montgomery was very good after he came over from the Yankees. But... I just, I, there's no track record there yet. So I'm staying away. Unless Lucas Giolito is interested in like one of those, like one year deals for like $9 million. And then you get a club option or a player option. And you can, if he does really well, you can extend him, maybe something like that. But I mean, look at those one in seven with an over eight ERA. I, I'd rather move on and see what else we got. How about uh, Michael Lorenzen? Will be 32 next year, currently with the Phillies in town this weekend, is not scheduled to start. Uh, an all-star with Detroit this season before getting traded, because every team has to have an all-star, threw a no-hitter with Philly in his uh, second start with them, but really hasn't been all that great since. Uh, since that no-no, 2-2, two and two, ERA near 8. Mm. But in Detroit, was really, really good. 3.58 ERA and 18 starts. Um, a physical specimen, big dude. Still got some mileage on him, I'm sure. Throws pretty hard. I don't know. Somebody you might be interested in. Uh, what about Martin Perez with Texas? 32 years old, set to hit free agency, is a in a reliever role right now with Texas after all of the starting pitching they acquired. Has been since August, but started 20 games this season. Before that, it was 8-4. and four. ERA was close to 5, but last year, all-star, 12-8, and 2.89 ERA as a starter. Very Jose Quintana-like. 
Maybe he fits well in a Cardinal uniform. Uh, there's a couple of injured guys that maybe you kick the tires on. Again, I'm not saying go out and get these guys. I'm just throwing these names out there, okay? So don't yell at me in the comments and go, oh, my God, what an idiot. He wants these guys. I'm just putting the names out there. I want Sonny Gray. These other guys, I'm just giving you the names. I'm just giving you the names. Uh, former Red, current twin, Tyler Malley. Tyler Malley, pretty good pitcher. Then he got hurt. Coming off Tommy John surgery, uh, just had that in May. So they don't even know, obviously didn't pitch anymore this year. They don't know if he's going to pitch at all next year either because that's 12, 18 months to recover from a Tommy John surgery. He, he may not pitch next year. I don't know. Big risk, obviously. But if he responds to Tommy John surgery, he's only 28 years old. Might be able to sign him and get him for a couple of years. And then when he jumps back in, whether you get him that year or the following year, might be something that pays off. Just throwing it out there. Don't get mad. Uh, Frankie Montas. Yes, good old Frankie. Remember when everybody wanted Frankie Montas at last year's trade deadline? And I said, no, do not trade for this guy. He is busted goods. He's not really that good in the first place right now because of the injuries he's dealing with. No, thank you. Yankees got aggressive. They trade him with it with the A's, bring him in, and he has done squat, diddly poo <laughs> since getting traded to the Yankees. He's been out all year after shoulder surgery. He's set to be a free agent. He'll be 31 next year. Is he somebody, though, that you, like I said, kick the tires on just to see what his recovery was? Because he was good until the injury started getting after him. So, personally, probably not. Um, interesting one here. Luis Severino from the Yankees. Injury issues ever since signing that four-year deal with uh, New York back in 2018. Remember, he was coming off that 19-8 and eight season. Pretty darn good. And we're like, wow, the Yankees got a young star here. Well, rotator cuff problems, lat strains, Tommy John surgery, oblique strains. You name it, this dude's been dealing with it. Last year, 5-3, and 3.45 ERA before he got hurt in July. Finishes the year 7-3, and 3.18 ERA. This year, he's been bad. He's been bad. 4-8. and eight, 6.65 ERA. He'll be 30 next season. Is there still something there to work with, though? Again, injury risks. Is it worth putting your money up to see if one of these guys hits? Or will they be the next Steven Matz, who shows you little bits here and there and then is worthless because he's hurt? Again, I know none of these guys are going to move the needle for what we're talking about. You're not know these you're gonna make woo, yeah, give me that guy. But I'm putting them out there because they're names that the Cardinals will probably think about and probably take a look at just to see what they got. Um, then you've got the guys that have like player and team options, so we're not sure if they're gonna be available yet. Uh, names that you're familiar with Marcus Stroman, former Cardinal Michael Waka, Eduardo Rodriguez in Detroit, he's got an opt out, uh, Charlie Morton in Atlanta. Uh, team option there. Um, Kyle Hendricks, Andrew Heaney, Mike Clevenger, Alex Cobb. Some of the teams are going to pick up the options on there and they won't be free agents, but some of them might not. You know, maybe, maybe the Braves are ready to move on from a Charlie Mort and you can get him on like a two year deal. Possibility. Cubs, I don't foresee them letting Kyle Hendricks go. They love him, but some of those other guys could be, could be available and you got to think about it.
But that's really about it. And that's why I continue to say the team will, in, in my, <laughs> the way to attack this, at least in my opinion, is to sign one of these big names, like put some real money into it. I would love one of the Japanese guys, by the way. I would love one of them. Make a trade for another using the resources that you have. Uh, you, you know the names. Whether it's got to be a Brennan Donovan, a Tommy Edmond, um, you know, if you got to use prospects, one of these outfielders, whatever it is that you got to throw in to get you one of the guys, um, you got to make a deal. You got to make a deal. And then if you can sign another mid-level free agent, if Sonny Gray can be somebody plus another one of those other guys, you get one of the Japanese guys, you get a Sonny Gray guy, you trade for another guy, bam, you're looking good with Michaelis, Mats, one of those younger guys, whether it's Zach Thompson, whether it's Hudson, whether it's Libertor, whether it's Rom, or if somebody else steps up from uh, your organization. And then you might have something for 2024. Something that will put you in competition to win a division and go to the playoffs, which is what we're looking for. Uh, speaking of which, we're going to preview this weekend series against the Phillies. They're trying to get into the playoffs. Not a done deal just yet. Cardinals have been playing spoiler recently. So uh, we'll preview the series that starts tonight next on Locked on Cardinals. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket. That's like almost like a quarter of what it costs. Like, if you're somebody who watches teams out of market, this is what you got to have. Like red zone, ooh, that's fine. Sunday ticket is what you got to get. I got it. You should too. You get that from YouTube and YouTube TV. And now's the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use. And you can be on everything from spreads to player props and more. Uh, a couple of games I'm looking at this week. The Jets getting nine and a half at Dallas. Nine and a half. I know the defense for the Cowboys is good. They made mincemeat out of the New York Giants the other night. The Jets defense also very, very good. I don't know how good this Dallas offense is yet. I think that game is much closer than nine and a half points with Dallas still winning. But I think if I'm the Jets, I keep the ball on the ground and let my defense try to get a win. So I think it's going to be a much closer game. Nine and a half points is a ton. Uh, the Giants favored by four and a half. The Cardinals, I know they got blasted by Dallas. Cardinals are trying to tank this year. Four and a half points. Feel like New York has to get back on the right path the right way. Give me a lot of Saquon Barkley in that one. Uh, Dolphins only favored by three in New England. Belichick, amazing guy with defense, right? But did you see what the Fens just did last week? Holy cow. How's New England going to keep up with that? Are they going to be able to? So those are a couple of that I'm looking at. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Cardinals back home tonight, this weekend, to battle the Phillies. You can catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. So the Phillies and their $245 million payroll will be in town, and uh, they're a very good team. Cardinals just got beat up by them recently. They're 79-67 and on the year. 
got the first wild card spot right now in the National League. They're a game and a half uh, ahead of the Cubs. And then four games up on San Francisco, Cincinnati, and Arizona, who are all tied for that third wild card spot. Um, but they just lost three or four to the Braves, who clinched the division in the process. They've gone four and six in their last 10. They're five and eight in September, so they're not unbeatable. And the Cardinals have been beating some good teams recently. Uh, Trey Turner, the guy I want to focus on here. Uh, first off, this picture of him on YouTube. Look at that face. Trey Turner who was not very good for most of the season. I took him with my first pick in fantasy baseball in multiple leagues, and he stunk for most of the year. Big, big, big issue. But he has gone bananas in August and September. At the end of July, he had played 104 games, was hitting 242, 10 bombs, 34 ribbies, 21 stolen bases. Not great numbers for what you expect from Trey Turner. Most shortstop, eh, you'll take that. In August and September... 38 games total. Trey Turner is hitting 348 with 16 home runs and 41 RBIs. Toss in six stolen bases. He's gone nuclear. Nuclear over the last 38 games. And then you add, along with Trey Turner, Kyle Schwarber, only hitting 198, but he's got 43 bombs this year from the leadoff spot. And then you got Nick Castellanos, our old friend. He used to be with the Reds, Bryce Harper, JT Real Muto. Alex Baum has been huge for them this year. They've just got a very solid lineup up and down. They really do. And then your pitching staff, Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, Taiwan Walker, plus a strong bullpen. You can see why these guys are, are very, very dangerous. Tonight's starters, you've got Zach Thompson against Aaron Nola. Future Cardinal Aaron Nola, maybe? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Saturday night, Miles Michaelis against Ranger Suarez. And then on Sunday, Dakota Hudson against Taiwan Walker. Cardinals have taken two of three from their last three opponents, who just so happen to be the Braves, the Reds, and the Orioles, who if the playoffs started today, would all be in the playoffs. Braves and Orioles, top two seeds in the NL and AL. Reds tied for the third wildcard spot in the National League. These are good baseball teams. Very good baseball teams. And the Cardinals have been able to put something together. They've gained some confidence and they're playing with a little bit of swagger. They're having some fun once again. Can they continue to be the spoiler with the Phillies in town this weekend and make them sweat just a little bit? I think Philly makes the playoffs, but they at least can make things interesting and a little tougher on Philadelphia as they try to maintain their lead in the wild card race. So we'll find out this weekend. It begins tonight. The team has been fun to watch recently, and I hope I hope the play that they've been enjoying recently, I hope it continues this weekend because it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast for the series against Philly with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. If you haven't already, please give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. Like and subscribe on YouTube. You guys are the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I will see you next time on Locked on Cardinals. Have a great weekend.